Next time you're at the mall or in a crowd of people, look around. It's startling how many kids today are overweight and out of shape. It's a trend that has serious implications for the future, as InfoTrack's Taryn McCall reports. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Dr. Russell Pate is a professor of exercise science at the University of South Carolina, and his recent study on kids and fitness came to some sobering conclusions. First of all, tell us some of the highlights of your study. Well, I think the big conclusion was that just about a third of both boys and girls in the U.S. failed to meet standards for cardiorespiratory fitness that have been set by experts in the field. That's a concern from a public health standpoint. Do you see a particular age where things seem to change for young people? Babies aren't generally born out of shape. They aren't, and available data would suggest that it's a progressive development. We actually saw in the data in this study that the percentage of kids meeting the fitness standard decreased with increasing age in the girls and actually increased a bit in the boys. And that may well be linked to physiologic developmental differences between boys and girls during this adolescent stage in their development. Is there a relation to the obesity epidemic in America? Well, there is. We found in both boys and girls that kids who were overweight were less likely to meet the fitness standard than those who were of normal weight. And of course, that does make sense because low levels of physical activity will predispose kids to both weight gain and to the development of a low-fit condition. Do unfit kids usually end up as unfit adults? Yes, there's a strong tendency for this condition to track. That's sort of the technical term that describes the likelihood of a person who is it has a certain condition at one stage to have still have that same condition later in life. And we do know from other studies that low fitness is uh, very likely to track from adolescence into adulthood. Do you see kids role modeling adult behaviors, though? I wonder how much of that is something they just pick up from the home. Kids live in the same world we live in. They're exposed to the same factors that influence their physical activity as the rest of us. And we did find in the analyses in this paper that kids who reported less physical activity and more sedentary behavior were less likely to meet the fitness standard than kids who were more active and or engaged in less sedentary behavior. So, of course, we live in a world now that is just strewn with sedentary distractors, TV, lots of stations, video games, and the Internet, and on and on, and the kind of excessive use of all those forms of electronic entertainment in combination with the fact that we've removed the demand for physical activity in a lot of kids' lives. Very few kids walk or ride bike to school anymore. Physical education programs have been eroded. You know, a lot of kids are not adequately provided with recreational or sport opportunities. And the combination of all those factors, I think, is produce the outcome that we see in this paper. So what can parents do to make a difference? Well, parents are critical. These are adolescents. I certainly am the first to acknowledge that kids do make some of these decisions for themselves. But you know, parents have to support in very tangible ways activity in their kids. And that can mean being active with the kids at home, around the home, and in recreational settings. It can mean encouraging and supporting kids in their participation in sports and active recreation programs. 
It can mean having rules and guidelines around the home about how much participation in sedentary activities will be allowed. It seems simple and traditional, but for mom or dad to just say, hey, turn that TV off and go out and play, that's pretty good advice most of the time. Living in an urban area, there's concern on the part of parents for uh, the dangers of you know telling the kid go out and play if they well, live near are, a busy street or they're not near a, a park or recreation and, area. And it certainly is true that there are some neighborhoods in which safety can be a limiting factor in this area. But there are a lot of neighborhoods where that's not the case, and there still are not a lot of kids outside playing actively. But as parents, we're not doing our job if our kids are not getting adequate physical activity. Dr. Russell Pate is a professor of exercise science at the University of South Carolina. He's been our guest today on InfoTrack. Thank you, Dr. Pate. My pleasure. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Taryn McCall. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of InfoTrack. Thanks to this week's InfoTrack reporters, Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Visit us online at TalkZone.com. Internet services courtesy of Pair.com. Till next week, thanks from all of us for tuning in to InfoTrack. <laughs>